0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Knuckles here. Listen, I don't know if you saw it on Saturday night, but um, at May, uh, the Maple Leafs were playing, and they honored some of their former players, and they brought out Boya um who was stricken with ALS uh, last August. Um, I got to tell you, um, I was so moved by the ceremony. Uh, I don't know how you couldn't have been uh, if you're a hockey fan um, or not. If you happen to see that ceremony, uh, to see uh, Boya uh, alongside um, Daryl Sittler, his teammate and good friend, uh, the tears in their eyes. And Boya, at this point, uh, cannot speak. His ability to speak has been uh, taken away from him. And, um, you know, he was diagnosed last August. What I want to say about him and and. and I had the opportunity to meet him uh, in retirement. I played against him for uh, nine uh, of my 13 years in the NHL. And I got to tell you, uh, when I met him, uh, he was one of the nicest gentlemen I've ever met. He was was just so friendly. Uh, We had great conversations. And uh, when people often ask me, Oh, who's the toughest guy in the league? Who's the toughest guy you ever played against? Who's the toughest? And I get it. People are really interested in that. But for my money, Boya Saming is not only a great hockey player, a Hall of Fame hockey player, he's one of the toughest hockey players to ever play in the NHL. And I say that because he came over here at a time. His first year was like 73. And we know how violent and how physical And demanding the NHL was at that time, as far as the physicality, the fighting, uh, the stick work, everything. And Boyer uh, came over here. uh, Basically, he was going, walking into the lion's den. You know, uh, one of the first Europeans to come over here. Uh, He had to deal with a lot of abuse, verbal abuse, physical abuse throughout his career. I think maybe toward the end, things started to change for him a little bit. Uh, And I'm sure uh, his teammates surrounded him and and helped him get through those, especially those early years, because he was such a target for everybody in the NHL going after him, um, questioning his courage, uh, all those things. And we talked about that uh, when I met him and I I used to uh, no, I asked him how difficult it was on him. And he said it was tough in the early go, you know, and you know tough isn't always oh I drop my gloves and beat everybody up or I'll fight anybody no tough is doing what he did uh coming over here here's a guy he lost his dad when he was only five years old um so you know not having his dad growing up had to be difficult on him and then finding his way in hockey had the passion for the game and then he comes over here so you know I just wanted to Throw that out there and let people know um, what a just a wonderful human being, a good person he was. But tough, that's tough. Boy, Assam, it was tough what he did coming over here, uh, like I said, and having to deal with the things he had to to play the game that he loved here in North America. Not an easy thing to do. One of the first guys to do it and, um, and blazed the way and opened the door for um not only swedes but europeans all europeans you know Uh, wherever you're from in europe whether it's germany from eastern europe and russia um czechoslovakia slovakia czechs um just um he's the guy who opened the door and i just um i wanted to honor him and, and and let people know what a good person he was not just a great hockey player not just a Hall of Fame hockey player uh, but a, um, a good person and uh, nothing but respect for this guy and uh, I just hope um, um, he he's able to um, you know enjoy and be around his family for what time he has left here on this earth and uh, again nothing but respect for boy asami.